So let's go ahead and get started with our small business uh, webinar series. So uh, welcome, today is May uh, 7th. Uh, this is the fourth in the series that we're doing to provide information to our small business community. Uh, we welcome everyone to, who has taken the time to join us this morning for our webinar on obtaining, uh, obtaining certification uh, with the South Central Texas Regional Certification Agency. Uh, let's look at our team because our team works hard here at Bear County. So if we can show the slide for our team members, um, I serve as the director of the Small Business and Entrepreneurship Department. And James, can we get the slide up? James Massey, uh, Brenda Rodriguez, uh, Amparo Ariago, Stephen Prado, and Sonia Delgado. This is our team of individuals who work uh, every day very hard to bring these types of programs, uh, collect information from you, and then listen to what you're asking for so we can bring these types of forums. Uh, <clears throat> this is the fourth uh, in the series this week, but this is the sixth one we've done on webinars. And we continue and we'll be planning in this time. One of the things that we've learned um, because of the COVID and people sheltering and you have a little time, that these types of um, presentations are very important because if you can't watch them uh, live, you can always watch them later, and we're getting the, that kind of feedback. Uh, this morning, we welcome your, your questions. Um, our team will be, um, again, going over the rules uh, throughout, but the chat room is what we use to capture your information, make sure you get your um, questions answered, uh, and then we will provide a transcript of that at the end. Um, it's part of what we will do in, in examining uh, how effective are these types of information that we're bringing forward. Um, if you would like to have a different topic, any other information, please put that in the chat room because we are we have numerous partners throughout the city of San Antonio, Bear County, the state of Texas, and throughout this nation that we can uh, tap into to make presentations. So this morning, we're glad that Charles Johnson, who is the uh, director, the executive director of the South Central Texas Regional Certification Agency, has taken time to uh, bring his presentation uh, certification, um, not only with his agency, but how he works along with the state of Texas Hub program to facilitate those applications to make it a little bit simpler for our community. And with that, Charles, it's um, in your hands this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, Renee. And uh, I want to say uh, to you and your team, uh, I appreciate the opportunity of being able to speak uh, to your audience. Uh, about certification. Again, as Renee had mentioned, my name is Charles Johnson with the South Central Texas Regional Certification Agency. I am the executive director, uh, and our primary goal uh, is to help uh, small business to seek that are seeking certification, and we provide that certification here uh, locally. Uh, again, Renee, uh, thank you for the work that you and your team are doing to uh, allow uh, our agency to be a conduit to hopefully helping uh, other small businesses to gain access to uh, some measures of capital, uh, whether it be through our certification, um, uh, in particular projects and that sort of thing that may come out of their, out of them being certified. Um, so with that said, we will get started. It is May 6th, uh, May, May 7th. Um, that we will um, begin our presentation. Again, uh, Charles Johnson with the South Central Texas Regional Certification Agency. I wanna welcome you all uh, for taking time out of your busy schedules because I know as a business owner, you guys have a, a lot of things going on in your lives. And, uh, but 
my hopes is, is that this information that I share will be something that you can take and use that will help uh, grow your business and expand your business. So with that said, some of the things that we'll talk about this morning is the certification programs, uh, types of certifications, areas that we cover uh, for the local and federal program, and uh, some benefits to being certified, how to apply online for our uh, small minority women veteran-owned business, as well as our uh, disadvantaged business enterprise and airport concession uh, disadvantaged business enterprise. Then also we'll talk in uh, a little bit about the hub certification and how uh, the agency works with the state uh, to help simplify uh, the hub certification, then how to market your business that, you know, once you're certified with our agency and then share a couple of other uh, resource partners uh, that we um, work with and to help facilitate uh, some of this uh, information that you may provide to us and, and us to you. Uh, next slide. Certification. The South Central Texas uh, Regional Certification Agency, we have a total of two programs, um, and it's our local program as well as, as well as our federal program. Our local program uh, consists of a small uh, business enterprise, minority business enterprise, WBE uh, women business enterprise, as well as our veteran. So um, just on the measure of history, uh, this agency has been around uh, since 1998, so we are around 21, 22 years old. And so we have been a, a pillar in this community and uh, working with small businesses to help them to uh, seek certification. And so some of these um, certifications were not at present, you know, previous when this agency was first formed. Uh, you probably just had your, your, your minority and women owned, and then your small were added as well as your veteran uh, owned business enterprise. And then you'll see a few others with the designations. So, uh, but that consists of our local program. And uh, the designations, uh, as they're recorded, you'll see AABE. And a lot of times you'll see all these acronyms and you don't understand what they mean. So our AABE is African-American, ABE is Asian and the DIBE, Disabled, Emergent Small, Hispanic, and Native American. So those are the designations of uh, uh, certifications that we will uh, certify uh, one's business under if you meet those qualifications. For our federal program is the Disadvantaged Business Enterprise, the DBE, as well as the Airport Concession uh, Disadvantaged Business Enterprise, and our federal program are those entities that are seeking to do uh, federal contract work, whether it be through the airport or whether it be TxDOT projects. Um, so it's uh, one of preference. And so we feel with both of these programs, it gives a good uh, um, catch-all for a business based on your business model and what that is that you feel is more suitable for your business. Uh, and we'll get into the hub, which is the state uh, certification that will also uh, one needs to look at. Before we move forward, I like to always say that, you know, look at your business model because a lot of business models are set up in such a way where you can say, well, let me just get certified in everything. But your business model may uh, speak to where it, it represents more on the local side uh, or it may represent more on the state side or more on the federal side. So be sure to look at your business model to see um, the types of work and the opportunities that you currently have and then where you're looking to expand 
and add those certifications. So sometimes just to do a catch all to get all, it may not fit your business model. So that's just something to uh, take away. Next slide. Break down the certification. So for our local program, which is the SMW VBE program, you will see again the certifications that are offered with the different designations. Um, to be considered eligible, uh, you have must be in business for a profit. Uh, we do not certify nonprofits. We do get that question a lot uh, where individuals ask, do we certify nonprofits? So we, we are governed under the SBA and being governed under the SBA, uh, businesses must be for profit. So, um, and also be a uh, US citizen or a legal permanent residence. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we ask is their individuals will submit all the documentations to, to prove that who they are, they say they are, so we have to ask for documentation. So um, we have a great staff, uh, they do a great job, and uh, trust me, they will provide you the utmost customer service and seeking to obtain those documents so that way we can certify you. On the federal program, we uh, offer again the uh, DVE, uh, ACDVE, and it's broken down with the airport concessionaires if you're seeking to do uh, business at the airport. Uh, you want to look at your uh, ACDVE. Uh, it's a lot that happens in that space uh, with um, with the airport, and I think that's a category that we really want to expand upon because many vendors don't realize how much work is at the airport. Um, I've traveled across you know many states, and one of the things I've noticed is you go to every airport, there's always some measure of construction. Something's going on at the airport. So I would highly recommend that uh, businesses who hear my voice look at airport concessionaires. It's more than just restaurants. I think a lot of times people uh, look at airport concessionaires as they, they have to own a restaurant or they have to have a, a, a rental car industry, uh, but that's not so. You can do stuff, easy stuff as, uh, as a curator of, of having art. Uh, and decorations and statues and those things are part of airport um, and that's considered marketing. So it's something to think about. Uh, and then also your DBE is, uh, is also, when you look at DBE, if you wanna do work in your TxDOT and your highway construction projects, but not limited to, there's still some professional uh, pieces in that as well. Um, our DBE program is uh, governed by the Texas Unified Certification Program, which we call the TUCP, and we're governed off of 49 CFR Part 26 and Part 23. And what makes up uh, the TUCP here uh, in Texas is we have the uh, agency, the South Central Texas Regional Certification Agency. We also have North Central Texas Regional Certification Agency, which is out of Dallas and uh, Fort Worth area. We also have the Corpus Christi also makes up our um, uh, part of the TUCP. And then we have uh, the uh, city of Houston um, makes up the uh, part of the TUCP and then uh, the city of Austin. And then last but not least is TxDOT. So it's six uh, agencies that make up the Texas uh, Unified Certification Program. Next slide. inside or outside our jurisdiction fee. So uh, with certification, if you're within our 16 counties that are listed here on this uh, slide, uh, certification to you will be free. 
So uh, there's no charge if you're headquartered in, uh, here in those uh, particular counties from Atascosa all the way to Wilson. However, if you're outside of our jurisdiction, that uh, these counties that are not listed, then um, well, entity will have to pay a, a certification application fee of 250 and then your renewals will be $100 uh, every two years. So uh, we put that out there because it, it helps the one agency and then also for those uh, businesses that are seeking to do work inside the, uh, the corridor of uh, San Antonio, there's a, a small uh, administrative fee. Next slide. And on our federal program, we have the different counties that we are responsible for from Atascosa to Wilson. Uh, there are 14 counties that are listed. And then also you will see what the unified uh, certification uh, map uh, represents. So the agency, uh, we're in white of San Antonio, and those are the counties that we are responsible for. And then you'll see the other TUCP members that I just mentioned. And, uh, and so with DBE, there's a site visit that it's mandatory that we'll talk about later. And so the reason those are carved out because that's as far as we could go uh, to take one's um, uh, certification. If we should go outside, uh, of those counties, then we have to hand you off to someone else. So we do get uh, people from Houston that say, hey, I want to get certified with you, got DBE certified. We have to then let them know that there's a Houston uh, branch that they have to go through uh, because of the site visit that has to be performed. So anything outside of the coloration, all the other territory is uh, textile. Okay, next slide. Benefits for being certified. Um, you know, I would like to just use myself. Uh, I started a company back in the early 90s for uh, environmental testing, uh, uh, testing of contaminated water and soil analysis. And uh, that's how my business uh, was formed. And I ran that business for uh, between nine to 10 years before selling off. And my first contract was with a company called Optech out of Houston. And it was a $96,000 contract, and it was just due to being certified as a minority, small minority-owned firm. Um, and so certification works, and, and I tell people that just from my own personal experience, and that's how I got started. So again, as I mentioned, if you're within the, uh, <clears throat> those 16 counties, uh, the certification is free. It's a no cost to you. The other thing is, is a certification accepted by our member entities and corporate sponsors, and I'll share those with you uh, later through in the presentation. And they all accept our uh, certification. And then the other piece is, as a benefit, is the competitive edge over you and your competitors. Uh, because a lot of times what you'll have is, uh, in bid solicitations, they'll say, well, hey, we're looking for a small uh, woman-owned business. And that does, uh, let's say you're, you're a realtor and we have some commercial property that we're trying to sell. And so that bid solicitation will come out. Well, more than likely, if they have a 20% goal on that, if you're certified and you're a realtor and you have a competitor that is, is not certified, then more than likely they're going to look at the realtor that's certified because they're trying to obtain those goals. Now, understand you do not have to be certified to win a contract. 
However, if that contract has goals on it, then that's where uh, the difference uh, comes into play. And also, it increases your cash flow. Um, that's another piece with many businesses. Uh, being able to obtain uh, more work increases cash flow. Database visibility. Uh, you're in a database uh, with other vendors, and uh, we often get calls from our member entities as well as corporate sponsors that are looking for vendors to help facilitate those goals. And so this is where you have database visibility. Then another, it's a, a revenue stream. Um, a lot of times people think if you get certified, you have to stop some of the other areas of what you do in business and uh, focus just on the certified piece of it. But this is just an additional arm. So I get a lot of small businesses say, well, why do I need you know, certification? And I tell them that it doesn't prohibit you from uh, making more money. It just, it, it's just an extra uh, revenue stream. So in any small business, you always want to have multiple revenue streams, especially in a time with this COVID-19. Uh, many people uh, probably right now are restructuring in their business model. Uh, at one time, you had people come into the store, you didn't do online sales. Well, now, guess what? You're doing online sales because you don't have, you know, patriots coming into your facility. So, um, unfortunately, you know, some, some bad things are going to happen to small businesses. But fortunately, some good things are going to happen to small businesses because they're going to find uh, different ways to restructure their business model to fit uh, cases such as this. Uh, things that they thought about but never acted upon. So again, it's another revenue stream for your business. And then also it helps to level the playing field. Um, as you know, with this being uh, created, the government said, well, look, we need to do something for our past uh, uh, um, of the lack of what we haven't done as a country to help those who are just uh, disenfranchised and, and, and not have been fortunate. So uh, they put a certification program together. And so this is what has been put together is the uh, certification uh, portion. So this helps some small businesses to kind of get in the game and uh, grow your business. And I speak personally for myself, um, that's how I got started. So I know it works. Next slide. How to retrieve our application. Right now with the COVID uh, going on, um, our, our application is online. We do have hard copies uh, in PDF, but I would uh, not send those in because what we're doing right now, we're sending those back uh, because we do have an online apparatus, which you'll see with the, uh, with the uh, web address, the sctrca.sctrca.org. Uh, that is the website that one will uh, click on and go to and then click the on, apply online tab and that will take you to your online application. So uh, previous as this agency has been in function, we've uh, always had a hard copy. So now we have graduated and we are getting in with the times. And so we're now online. And uh, so we've been online now since September of 2019. And uh, looking at our uh, information right now, just within this short period of time we have in our submission of uh, applications in the queue is uh, 201. And then, uh, so that just kind of lets you know that we are 
you know, accepting applications and they, they are starting them. And I think just the convenience of being home and not having to uh, mail an application in or come into our office. So right now we're um, accepting all online applications, uh, but not limited to, but you can visit our website and just to be able to see what the application looks like um, before you go online. Um, next slide. How to apply online. <clears throat> As I just mentioned, the, uh, the link that will take you directly to the online application. Uh, once you click on that, uh, then it'll get you started. You'll create an account. And uh, if you don't have one, and then after you create your account, then you're, uh, you're free to start uh, applying for your uh, certification. Next slide. What can you apply for online? So uh, we have a uh, reciprocal certification. So if you happen to be certified in one of our TUCP uh, workshops uh, or TUCP network with uh, either Houston, uh, City of Austin, uh, our North Central sister site, Corpus Christi, uh, we have a uh, reciprocal certification where if you seek to get certified with us, it'll be limited as far as your paperwork is concerned and the documents that are required. And that's just something that we have. It doesn't necessarily transfer. If you're certified with us, that the city of Austin or Houston will accept our certification. We're working on that to um, hopefully have that, you know, where that would be more of a, um, a system. Because one of the things we're finding out is we have the reciprocity and uh, some of the other states are saying, well, well, our members here are saying it's not fair that a Houston or, or, or Austin or Dallas person can come into the city and, and get, you know, don't have to really turn as much documents and they're certified with us to be able to uh, take advantage of some of the uh, projects that are here. So, uh, so we're trying to work on that, but it, we do have a reciprocity uh, uh, system. Um, also, the, if you're out of jurisdiction, it's an out of jurisdiction application that's uh, online. And um, also as the uh, renewal, out of jurisdiction renewal, and then your new local application and your renewal application. And of course, your DBE, ACDBE certification, and then your DBE, ACDBE affidavit that uh, has to be signed and notarized. Then also the system allows you to add NAICS codes uh, and for expansion. So uh, if you may start out with two NAICS codes, uh, let's just use uh, lawn care and uh, you want to add another NAICS code, you can go in and click that button and then add those uh, new NAICS codes that will help to expand your business. And sometimes people may put pest control with that. Uh, so, or if it's highway uh, text dot project, you may have a flagger, but then you also may put down, um, you know, pressure washer or something like that. So, um, so you have the ability to expand and then um, also it allows you to update and make any changes uh, to your profile. So if you moved or if you've um, changed your email address, which is real important, uh, those are the things that the system will allow you to do. Next slide. All right, uh, what can you apply for online? This is kind of like how to submit your application online. So, and this is just some slides that will kind of show you uh, some of the screens that you'll run across. Uh, so next slide. So once you uh, log in, this is what you'll see in your online certification. 
and then you'll, uh, as your firm currently certified, then, you know, if not, you create an account, or if you forgot your account, if you're not using it in a while, so you'll see a uh, homepage pop up as that. So once you create your account, if you're brand new, then you'll just click on that, or if you're renewing, it'll be the same situation. Um, but that's the first screen, that's a welcome screen to get you started. Next slide. And then once you uh, log in, uh, one of the things is we have, you'll see some definitions and some word information just to kind of talk to you a little bit about, you know, the uh, small business program and what it is and, and, and uh, the governance of what we do. Um, just kind of a, a recap of what I just mentioned earlier in some of the previous slides. So you'll have that information notated there. And then as you come in, you'll see where it says, hey, you're a small minority if you're applying for the local program or if you're applying for the uh, DBE, ACDBE program, then you'll click on uh, one of the, um, the links. And, and just keep in mind, sometimes it's, um, people get confused when they use some of these links uh, in the decision tree. Sometimes if you're local, you're, you're clicking on an out of jurisdiction renewal and that sort of thing. So just be careful uh, of what renewal that you are looking to, um, uh, or application that you're looking to submit to our office. Because if it's uh, if you're local and you put it out of jurisdiction, then they're gonna send it back to, for you to redo it so that way it's accurate. So just be careful as you uh, look in the decision tree. So you'll see where um, it will ask you a bunch of questions and your business currently certified with the South Central Texas, if it is, then you'll click, then if it's not, then you'll click and then it'll take you to uh, another prompter. So again, this is just um, be careful of the uh, links that you click on. Next slide. So again, as you can see uh, out of your selections, this is just a little bit more of the uh, decision tree that's present. And again, just be sure that you look at those um, links to ensure that you're clicking on the right ones and it can, it's easy for you to to make a mistake and if you should feel free to call our office uh, we'll have staff that uh, you know readily available to help you uh, with uh, any questions that you may have as you go through the process next slide okay all right again um, this is where you would pretty much start the application and your company uh, information will kind of come up first. And so with that, you'll see where you're putting your email address, uh, company email address, and your type of business model that you have, whether it be an LLC, sole proprietor, uh, partnership. Um, so that's where you'll see with the drop down of your company type. And then it has your auto fill ins to make it a little easier so that you don't have to type everything into your, uh, into your, your screen. Uh, again, a little bit more uh, definitions of some things to note. So uh, please read the information up front. Uh, make sure in your, uh, in your chat, uh, as James had mentioned, uh, if you would, for me, just kind of give a, a note. If you do have questions, uh, one of the things I would like to do is when I, you know, that I would normally do in person is a roll call just to kind of get an introduction of people and then what type of business that you have. So if anything, uh, please indicate the type of business uh, that you have or you're getting ready to start uh, because we do certify startups. So um, just as a point of reference. 
Hey, Charles, um, this is James. Uh, not to throw off your presentation, but I just want to add, we do have a raise hand feature where after your presentation, if we have time and you're willing to do so, we can ask participants to raise their hand and speak with you directly regarding the scope of work and uh, how your certification might assist. So just want to remind you, we do have that ability if you wanted to go that route. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, next slide. Okay, so also as you go through the module and you're, um, you know, you still have some material to read, please read the material because that will help you. I know sometimes we see all this, this wordiness and we just say we'll figure it out and we'll start clicking, but please read the material uh, because you'll see where some uh, information will say mandatory, some information will say required. Uh, so we want to make sure that uh, you understand uh, as you go through the module and you're like, well, why is this not working? So uh, please read that information. And especially this top one right here, it says uh, click the box to continue to start the application process. So when you click that, it starts the clock for you. And uh, when an individual is starting, you have 90 days to complete the application um, into this module. If you, do, if you go over the 90 days, and there's no extension, then it will automatically uh, uh, kick you out of the system and then you'll have to start over. So it gives you uh, up to 90 days uh, to get you started and it'll leave you with a, uh, a end date of when it needs to be submitted. So be sure that if you start the application, you will also receive reminders. So uh, the system will remind you that, hey, you have so many days and if you should need an extension, it allows you to do an extension, if not, contact our office and we'll be able to provide you an extension if needed, okay? Uh, then you'll see some of the areas where it says mandatory documents. Those mandatory documents, if, they, if they're not applicable to you, the way the system works, that any of your uploads have to have something in there. You can't just leave it blank uh, with the required documents. You're, it's a button that says uh, non-applicable. You can click that button and that will take those things away but on the mandatory, it has to be something in there. So if it's some minutes that are required and they say mandatory and you know your company or your firm uh, does not keep minutes, then just write a narrative and then upload that narrative to our office. Because if we don't have that information, the system itself is not gonna let you submit your application, okay? So you must put something in that upload for mandatory documents. Even if it's non-applicable to you, just write a small narrative and uh, upload that. Next slide. Again, these are just uh, some of the uh, information that is gonna be required in your mandatory documents. Again, if those things are not applicable to you, just do an upload and you'll get to an uploaded screen. But this is kind of a checklist that tells you some of the items that uh, are gonna be required as you go through the, uh, the application. Next slide. And then you'll see where required documents. So those, again, the required documents that, that we have, if they're not applicable, then you can click the button to say, hey, this is not applicable to me. But what this is, is that we give just a, a broad template because every business model is a little different. So uh, some things will be applicable to other vendors and some may not be to you. So just be sure to look at those and uh, what's applicable to you. Uh, let's just say with licenses for, um, you know, for a plumber architect, those things, you should have a license to upload. If you do not, then, you know, 
explain, you know, why not. Uh, but it's little stuff like that. So just be sure to read the information. Next slide. Okay. Uh, so as you can see, as the information is, is uh, plugged in, you'll be able to see on your top the local uh, application information, and then you will see the sections of documentation. So you will see where it's gonna tell you uh, your general information, business information, officer information, your financial information, and then your document list. And you will see where it's going to require you zero completed out of required docs. So that information will kind of help you along as you go in and fill in that information. You'll be able to say, okay, I have eight out of eight. And then the, uh, the module will, uh, will turn, uh, the arrow hand will be a green check mark to kind of give you an indicator that you've completed that section. Um, if you would, James, could you go to the next slide so that way you can see it? Okay. Um, the other thing that will be an indicator for you, you'll see up at the top there's a green toolbar. That green toolbar will kind of give you insight of how far along you are in the completion, uh, the percentage completion of your application. So that green bar will go across if it's 10 percent, 50 percent, 90 percent. It must be 100% in order for submit for submittal. So uh, that's just a little, you know, toolbar just as a reminder of some of those items that still need to be uh, completed. Next slide. Okay. So the um, the big question is is how long uh, does the process take? Uh, for our local program, we look at somewhere to, between three to five weeks. With now us being online, uh, it's gone a lot faster because the applications uh, must come in completed um, so that way we can review them. So um, we're probably looking at three to four weeks on the local side uh, if all the information is submitted to our office. So uh, they are random site visits and the normal pretense, we could do site visits on the local side. Uh, however, with the COVID-19, we have uh, gone to virtual uh, site visits. So uh, we still can conduct those site visits if need be. Um, then also for the federal, uh, the DBE, ACDBE program, we're looking at 30 to 90 days, but we've also made some uh, concessions as it relates to uh, the federal program in those days if we need more time in the submittal outside of the 30 days, you may say, I need 60 days, uh, we can do that. As you can see with the uh, federal, it's a mandatory site visit, so we have to have a site visit. But with the COVID-19, we've been uh, given some latitude from the USDOT to um, do virtual site visits. So we've conducted uh, several of those already, so we've kind of mastered that. So um, our specialists will get with you and, uh, and arrange that after pretty much after your 30 day, uh, 40 day of submittal of your uh, information. Um, note that the site visits can take from 45 to two hours, just depends on how much information is, will be needed. And, um, but just know we will, as it stands right now with the COVID-19, uh, all site visits will be done virtual. So you have the option of letting us know uh, what platforms that you would like to use, whether it be FaceTime, whether it be Zoom, uh, Teams, go to meeting. Uh, so you let us know and we will seek to accommodate uh, uh, the request. Next slide. 
How often do you have to renew your certification or update your certification? So for our local program, uh, it's every two years. And you will be sent out a reminder uh, from our 60 day to 30 days of your expiration. So um, that will come from our offices to kind of you know, engage you. And then one of the things with the COVID-19, we've expanded uh, a little, extended a little bit more time for uh, vendors to uh, submit their renewals because we know that a lot of the small businesses are dealing with uh, many different issues and we wanna make sure that um, we, we give them the ample time to uh, submit that, those documents in. Um, for the DBE, ACDBE, you're looking at every year annually that uh, a submission of your, uh, your affidavit to be submitted to our office with the other uh, necessary uh, paperwork such as your tax returns. So <clears throat> just be sure to uh, be on the lookout. Uh, that's also a 60 uh, day uh, reminder as well as a 30 day reminder of your expiration. So uh, look at that because one of the things we don't want to have happen is that you allow your application to expire. Um, work is still going on despite the fact that uh, many people uh, of, of this pandemic uh, people still have contracts and work is still going on. You can still look at road work and different things are still happening. Uh, many of the budgets have already been passed for the fiscal year of uh, 2020. So work is still going on. So be sure to um, keep your certifications up to date. We wouldn't want you to miss out on any uh, uh, work opportunities. Also to make sure that your email address is updated. So if you should change anything within 30 days uh, or any time in your business, let us know within 30 days of the changes so that way we can update your records. Because a lot of times what happens is uh, the biggest piece is the email address. Individuals change their email address and don't notify our office. Well, then they stop getting uh, solicitation, RFPs, RQs. Uh, and so when that happens, they call my office and say, well, hey, I'm not receiving any uh, bid solicitations. What's going on? And a lot of times I have to go back and say, well, did you change your uh, email address? And that's usually the number one culprit is the email address is, a, is, a, is changed. So make sure your email address uh, stays current with our office so we can update it or any other information that you may have. Next slide. Um, after you get certified, um, there is a, um, a deal that normally goes in our uh, a package that we mail out, but now we're doing it, we're sending it online. And uh, we ask that individuals get registered with our member entities. And I have listed some via uh, the city of San Antonio, Bear County, the housing authority. Uh, we also have uh, Brooks uh, Air Force, um, Brooks, we have Alamo Colleges, we have CPS Energy, we have the uh, SAISD uh, Independent School District, we have the uh, San Antonio Water System, uh, University Health Science, uh, I mean Health System, and, um, and many others. And then also we have our corporate sponsors, your AT&T, HEB, Skanska, Spa Glass, Zachary, uh, Juris, Turner, uh, Sunt, so make sure that you register uh, with these individuals because they need you in their database. So as much as you're in our database, uh, they require that you be in their database. So that way 
bid solicitations and RFPs will come directly from their uh, facilities to your uh, actual email address. So that's an extra step after certification, but it's a very required and needed step. Um, be sure to attend uh, any pre-bid meetings. Um, that's a number one uh, piece that I think a lot of businesses miss out on is attending pre-bids. Right now, with the COVID in, in existence, um, I'm sure many of those will be handled differently. I'm working with some of my corporate sponsors now to do some uh, pre-bid uh, meetings uh, virtual, but it's still a way for you to understand and know what the projects uh, that are coming up and what things are all about. Uh, so that way it helps to prepare you if you should want to uh, bid uh, or be a player uh, with that particular project. Um, and your mail outs, let people know that, you know, that you're certified, put your uh, designations on there. Uh, we ask that you don't put your, uh, put your, your certification number. Uh, we found that some people have used uh, individual certification number. Um, that's almost like a social security number. So you want to protect that so that individuals who are not you are not uh, imposing that they are. So, uh, but you can put that you are certified and put your designations on your website uh, and marketing materials so that people will know that you're certified because um, that, that could be a, um, uh, an icebreaker through a conversation uh, with uh, one of our member entities as well as corporate sponsors. Next slide. And then here's just a, a few listing of our uh, member entities um, and the phone numbers and the, uh, their actual websites. And that's where you'll go to register uh, into their database. And they have a certain amount of questions that you have to ask and uh, answer and um, that they ask and you answer. So uh, be sure to go to uh, their websites and get registered. Next slide. Hub, Hub Streamline Process. So the agency, um, we have a, uh, an MOA with the state for their Hub certification. And one of the things as we have, um, we've done well is working with the state and the uh, Hub program, historically underutilized business, we um, will certify vendors and within the, certification process uh, every 15th of the month day out of that month anyone who was certified we send and extract that list to the state and the state will take that list from our office and do a uh, cross-reference with through their EIN your EIN number and to ensure that uh, you are who you say you are and then they will uh, provide you a certificate uh, by email so again if your email is not up to date and we submit your information to Hub and they say, well, yep, they check out and they'll send you your certificate. They used to do it by mail, but they've now uh, started doing it by email. And so what you wanna make sure is your email address is up to date because that's the only way you will receive your, uh, your certificate. But this is if you go through our agency to get certified. So we're kind of as the vetting uh, uh, agency for the state to ensure that you are who you say you are. And as you can see, the qualifications of minority or a woman, having an EIN, you must be in San Antonio or the surrounding counties. Um, and then the, your ethnicity and the citizen and as a Texas resident, 
and a valid email address. So, um, so those are the criteria for you to be a hub. Uh, so if you go through our office, it makes it a lot easier versus you're going straight to them. Um, so, and we do this every month. Next slide. Some frequently asked questions is, uh, why do we need to provide all the support and documentation? Again, the, the supporting documentation is just to, to confirm and verify that you know uh, you say who you say you are and the work that you do um, and the next codes that you select. And, and just as a point of reference, we use the next codes, the NAICS codes, and it's a six-digit code. And so just know that um, that's how we categorize our, our businesses based on the product or services uh, that you provide. Uh, we go by the next codes. Um, but again, it's just to make sure you meet the eligibility uh, for the certification. Next question is, uh, does your agency uh, process HUBZone or 8A? We do not. Um, these are federal programs, so you would need to go through the uh, SBA and uh, apply for those particular uh, certifications. And those allow, like I said, on the um, uh, federal program that we do not certify. And sometimes people get the hub and the hub zone confused. So, but we, we have a MOA where we can do hub for you, but not hub zone. And uh, when will hub qualifiers be streamlined? Again, I mentioned every month that we would do that. And we typically do it around the 15th, depending on what day the 15th flies in. Um, if it's on a Sunday, then we'll, we'll extract it on that Monday uh, so that you'll know. Um, but that's every uh, month we will uh, all currently and recently certified vendors will uh, be extracted and, and sent to the, uh, to the state, Texas Comptroller's Office. Next slide. Some of our resource partners that we have, we uh, use PTAC. We, uh, you know, relationship has been there for a long time and they are the ones that will help uh, individuals with their application to ensure that they, um, they have the appropriate, appropriate documentation. And now that we've gone online, um, they're still able to uh, take calls and answer questions that it relates to um, applying online. But feel free to always call our office if need be, um, and we can help and walk you through uh, some of those uh, steps that may be confusing. Uh, some of our other resource partners is SCORE, the Miestro uh, Entrepreneurial Center, Lift Fund, the uh, HCA, the Hispanic Contractors Association, as well as local chambers. So we all work in tangent um, to um, help small business any way that we can. Um, this agency, again, we're woven into this, this city and so many other uh, agencies because of what we do. So we're here for you. Uh, so if you should need anything, just uh, let us know. Uh, and then also reach out to some of our resource partners for some of the other needs that we may not uh, be equipped to, to do. Next slide. All right, and that concludes my presentation. I wanna say thank you to each and every one of you for uh, joining this webinar. I think uh, hopefully the information that I shared was uh, informative but helpful. And if need be, you have my information, uh, send me an email or call our office and we'll be uh, happy to assist you. Again, I wanna thank Renee and her team for uh, assisting and putting this together. I think it was good information.
uh, that was uh, hopefully helpful. Thank you, Renee, and to your team. I'll turn it over to you, Ms. Watson. Thank you, Charles. Um, do we have, uh, we have a lot of questions in the chat room, and uh, James, it seems like we've been responding. So Charles, we'll get those over to you, but we uh, want to take a few minutes. Uh, do we have any folks who have their hands raised? Maybe we can do some, uh, a quick round of uh, questions uh, to get some feedback for you, Charles. James, do sure. we have anyone with their hands raised? Sure. Uh, so at this time, if you're um, still in the chat room here, and I know there's quite a few of you that are, you can't see it because you were busy presenting and focusing on your material, but I was stealing your thunder, answering okay. all the questions on behalf of your agency here. Uh, you. If you have any specific questions or if you want to speak directly to Charles Johnson or Renee Watson, uh, use the raise hand feature. Um, what you can do is just hit participants and there will be an option to raise your hand. Uh, just go ahead and raise your hand and that way we know to unmute your line. Charles, there was one very specific question that um, I consider myself a learned individual, but I could not address myself. Sure. Uh, this is from uh, Sulman Ansari, and his question is, can an alien owner employing 40 to 50 U.S. citizens be certified? If not, why not? E2 investor alien. So, so that I understand the question, they have uh, an alias uh, company. Yeah, so uh, I'm. It was just non non U.S. citizen. A non U.S. citizen is what they're referring to. Yeah. Owner. Okay. So the thing is this: if they're not represented at uh, their uh, country uh, by the SBA, then they will not be eligible uh, for certification. Um, now, if they're here uh, with a permanent residency, uh, there's something when we can certify them. But if they are not. U.S. citizens, um, they uh, or in a country that does not is not recognized by SBA, then they they won't meet the eligibility. But the ownership must be U.S. citizen. Yes. Certification designation is by those groups identified uh, in the SBA guidelines. So it's a kind of two part question, Charles, and I think mm -hmm. you focus on ownership. Right. So that individual must be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident uh, in order for us to uh, certify them. Uh, and then, Suleiman, I, I hope that's addressing your question. Uh, I apologize for butchering your name there, but uh, go ahead, Charles. And then also, uh, go ahead, uh, James. Can you find him and see if you can open up his mic to see if we answer this question? Again, I apologize if I'm butchering your name, but uh, Suleiman, I'm sorry, I have unmuted your mic. Are you with us? Okay, maybe not. And if, if, if all possible, um, I can address that on a one-on-one -on -one if need be. Um, so they have my information. I can definitely take that question uh, more offline if they have a little bit more uh, detailed uh, information they want to share. Uh, Charles, I'm going to read out a question that just came through in the chat a, a second ago. We have two that came across. Um, I'll, I'll let you answer these. Okay. Referring or referencing uh, to the hub certification, uh, this is a question from Sarah Aranda. So if I have my certification through the SCTRCA, do I apply online for a state of Texas hub? I am currently applying for a state of Texas hub and it's daunting. Uh, this is Sarah Aranda with uh, FIR Stop LLC General Contracting. So the answer to her question is, is that um, 
if they apply with the SCTRCA, then we will, uh, and they meet the eligibility, then we will send her application um, to the, uh, to HUB, the state of Texas. And then from there, they'll do a cross-reference and um, they will then, if they meet the eligibility, then she will receive a certificate from HUB uh, through our agency. So if it's daunting to her, I would recommend that she, you know, uh, look at coming through the agency and allow us to um, facilitate the HUB piece through our agency. So I've been keeping an eye on Suleiman's profile and they did raise their hand. I'm gonna go ahead and unmute their mic. Uh, James, James, before you move that, uh, is Bruce Williams still on the uh, call? Because Jane, Bruce is the local hub coordinator and she can go over to UTSA and sit down with Bruce Williams and go through the process. He actually is, uh, is, is Bruce still on, the, on there? And maybe he wanna jump in and answer her information. Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, so because of what you call the foreign implementations, if she can give me a call, we can go over what she needs to do with the state. It's a process that she'll have to go through and they'll have to approve it on the backside, him or her, I apologize. But let me put my information back in the chat. Thank you, Bruce, because uh, Bruce is on the ground in San Antonio, uh, really helping hub vendors uh, work directly with Charles, but the, um, the whole process is under the jurisdiction of the state of Texas with the comptroller's office and Bruce is uh, empowered to help with that hub application. Uh, so thank you, Bruce. Now let's go to the next one. James, go back. Next question came in the chat room. Frenchie, I see your hand raised. Get to you in just a second here. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me yesterday, by the way. So we had a question come in from a user 984334. Um, is SCTRCA the regional affiliate member of the National Minority Supplier Development Council? Um, thank you for the question and the answer is no we are not we are a local certification agency um, the Minority Business Council uh, we are separate and apart we we function in, in in the same capacity as it relates to certification but the network is uh, we work more with the uh, quasi-governmental entities whereas the Minority Business Council works more with the private sector uh so that's the, the the difference we 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 both do certification but who uh, seeks the uh certification is a little different and let me add to that the uh, local group um uh, that's the affiliate of the national minority supplier development council which is the south uh west minority supplier development council they're located out of austin but they service the san antonio region laredo el paso and their staff has uh, also an MOU to do hub certification with the state of Texas. And sometimes it gets a little confusing because they both start with South uh, and they do certification. Uh, we will be doing a webinar with them within the next couple of weeks as well because they really, really focus on uh, the private sector, such as Toyota, USAA, HEB, uh, and, and on a national um, uh, on goods, commodities, and services, and uh, technology type companies. Um, so we'll be, we'll be bringing you a webinar featuring them as well to the community. So at this time, uh, Frenchie, I'm gonna lower your hand. You, oh, I 
lost you. Hang on. And Frenchie, your mic is now live. Are you with us? Thank you. Um, how long does your business have to be in operations? I thought it was like a two year, your business has to be two years old to be hub certified. No. Okay. So to that, you, you do not have, your business does not have to have a, a certain uh, tenure for a hub certification. Um, you can be a startup. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we do startups as well. And then your next codes, um, uh, you know, whatever your, your services or products are that that's just put into the system. And, um, but there's no, no, uh, time period as it relates to when you, um, can apply for hub certification. Okay. And the NACE code and the commodity codes are kind of, um, they're kind of confusing because the commodity, the commodity code book gave me so many different commodity codes for hub. So how would that connect with those NACE codes? Um, let me, the best way to do that is let me see what the NACE codes are as a, as a cross reference to those commodity codes. And then we'll be able to kind of walk you through that piece because that could be um, somewhat confusing as you just mentioned. So it's better for uh, my, my team to see that and then make a, a, a recommendation uh, and a suggestion to you of what you should uh, put down. Again, uh, Bruce, if you're on there, uh, we're gonna kick that to you because that's a state and there are 10,000 NIGP codes. We yeah. use NIGP as well. And Charles is already overwhelmed with all of the next code. Yeah. So if Bruce, are you still on there? I am still here. I just raised my hand. Thank you, James, for unmuting me. Uh, Frenchie, get in touch with me and we can actually go over your next codes and your NIGP codes and I can explain how to actually justify and get them down to where it's at. Because with the state of Texas, with the NIGP code, it's just an overall code that's actually grouped from all the next codes and the different classes that you have in account code. So don't worry about that at all. Shoot me an email. We'll get together and I'll get you all your NICS codes and your NIGP codes together for you. Thanks, Bruce. Anytime, Jen. Okay. So at this time, let me just call out uh, Mendez Engineering and Rishi uh, Kuba. Uh, I do see your questions. Uh, Rishi, uh, we've been talking back and forth in the chat earlier. We'll get to you in just a second here. Let me recognize Lachelle Vernon. Uh, Lachelle, you are now unmuted. Go ahead. Good morning, everyone. Thank you again for having this call. My question would be surrounding uh, the way that your business is structured. Say, for example, if I have a parent company, uh, would it, is it more beneficial to have the parent company certified? And if so, does that certification extend to the other business entities underneath the parent umbrella? Or does each company need to be certified itself? We've seen business models where they use their parent company and they function in different capacities as doing business as uh, XYZ doing business. So we would recommend that you uh, certify the parent company and allow um, um, your, your work to funnel through your other companies uh, versus trying to certify each and every company because each company would then need, uh, we don't want you to have to look at uh, different, in a, um, um, uh, EIN numbers. Um, so I would certify the parent company and then you're free to do business as whatever those other uh, services that you provide. Okay. So I noticed that you said 
doing business as the DBA. So the way that my company is structured is uh, each company underneath has and is an LLC for obvious reasons, right? Because you don't want for one LLC to or one DBA to impact the parent organization or other uh, organizations as well. So that would be the same, correct? Even if they're LLCs underneath the parent company? They can be in the normal pretense of, of how you set your business model, but when you look at the certification piece of it, we would probably have to certify um, because we one EIN can cover the you know multiple businesses mm -hmm. if they're if they're relevant and they they kind of fall in the same category. But if they if your uh, parent company, let's just say uh, Acme, does you know just kind of owns all your your parent companies and they all do something totally different then you may want to look at the ones that you want to have certified. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Lachelle. Uh, Mendez Engineering, Charles, is asking, what is the SCTRCA doing to avoid large firms who get certified as, but have a DBE, which can be misleading on contract pursuits? Um, good question. So we, that happens sometime. And uh, one of the things as an agency, you know, just so that people keep in mind, the agency is a certification agency. Unfortunately, we do not have a true compliance arm. We have to trust that the information that we receive uh, by our vendors when they seek certification is true and accurate. And uh, now what happens oftentimes is that we have individuals that may be in the same field that will, I would call snitch or tell and uh, or report uh, to our agency. So if we do get anything of that nature, we will then, which they call a uh, third party challenge. And if a third party challenge is um, uh, noted to our office, then we'll come out and we'll investigate uh, that particular firm to ensure that they still meet the eligibility. So in its initial, there's, there's, there's nothing that's there because we're not a compliance agency. Um, we're more stick to the certification side of it, but if there's a challenge that is uh, put forth to our agency, we will act upon it. Okay, there's a question from uh, Rishi. Renee, I see that your camera is off, but it shows your mic is live. I can answer this question, but I just want to check if you're still here. I'll, I'll uh, pass it to you. Are you still on? The question from Rishi is, I am WMV certified from the NCTRCA, Arlington, Texas certified. I don't know if you or your associated members accept this or I need your certification. Uh, so as an end user, um, Bear, which Bear County is, my agency is, I will say that we take a certification from anybody. So it doesn't matter if it's uh, Charles's group, uh, which most of our vendors, because he is our local uh, certification agency, they, they happen to have the SCTRCA certification. But uh, any contributing member to the TUCP, uh, the LGBT chamber uh, nationwide, who also certifies uh, federal designations like 8A, uh, out-of-state hub, if you have a bona fide certification from a bona fide certification agency, Bear County will accept it. But we are not the, the norm. The city of San Antonio, for example, requires a certification from the SCTRCA. Texas requires PPE certification uh, on federal construction jobs, but TxDOT isn't the only agency that offers DB certification. As Charles pointed out, he has an MOU to provide the same thing, as does um, the NCTRCA, as does the city of Houston, uh, Corpus Christi's regional transit. Uh, there's a lot of 
different places to get that DBE and they all mean the same thing to TxDOT. So what I would say to Rishi and anybody who has a similar question is you want to look into who the agency you're looking to contract with is and make sure you know what uh, program they have and what certifications they, they will accept to uh, meet their program uh, requirements or targets that they have. Again, any certification, we'll take it. Doesn't have to be from Charles. Certifications we take happen to be from his shop because he's our local certification. But we'll take it from anybody. We are not the norm. Uh, DFW political jurisdictions, to my knowledge, require the NCTRCA. City of Austin, City of Austin, City of Houston, requires City of Houston. You just look into who the end user uh, is, who the project owner is, check to see what certification they take from. Uh, Charles, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, James, let me add to that. His initial question was, do, do, will we accept the NC uh, North Central certification? We will, and uh, we will treat it as a, uh, a reciprocity so uh, they can get certified with us with minimal amount of paperwork since they already are currently certified with the uh, North Central. So uh, we do have information on that, that it's online. Uh, and we may require, you know, an application uh, and maybe um, a couple more documents. But yes, we can accept the, their certification and for them to be certified with our agency. Yes. Uh, Rishi, I know you were placing that question a couple times. And uh, I know that the answer that I just said uh, echoed what I was typing in the chat. I want to make sure I really addressed your question. And Charles added to it from his piece on reciprocity. I'm going to unmute your line. Um, you're, you're now live. Did Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let, let me also point out, Charles spent some time going over hub certification and letting folks know that he has an MOU to offer that certification. Uh, Bruce Williams, who has been on the call and, um, reached out to Frenchie saying he can help with uh, NAICS walkthrough and NIGP walkthrough. Let me just add, uh, UTSA, the, the state agencies, the state college system, they require hub certification. So again, even though we have locally UTSA, folks might think that they have a AABE or an ABE, an SBE from Charles, when Bruce's program focuses on those who have a hub certification, either from the state of Texas comptroller or through an MOU with uh, Charles's agency. Again, I'm just pointing him out because he's local. He's here in San Antonio. UTSA is the University of Texas of San Antonio. However, that program requires a hub certification. Uh, Bruce, Lon, not trying to steal your thunder. If you want to jump in, just raise your hand. I'll unmute you. But I just want to stress to everybody on here, make sure you know who you're trying to work with and you understand what the program is so you know where to go get that certification. Uh, so with that said, I don't see any more questions coming in. Uh, Anybody else out there, go ahead and address your question or comment in the chat, or you can raise your hand and we will unmute you. Okay, uh, you're welcome, Antonio. Uh, so in my answer to Antonio, Antonio asked about, uh, well, actually he mentioned that he's a, a trucking business. Uh, he's been in business for a little bit. I think he said 2015. And uh, I asked him if he had looked into DBE certification because locally with our textile partners, we're always looking for additional DBE firms, especially in trucking. Uh, so you can expect an application coming his way, I'm sure, Charles. But also, Antonio, just so I can uh, verbalize it, make sure you follow up with Brenda Rodriguez uh, on our team. I should probably have our staff pictures up. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, we have a DBE compliance program, and uh, Brenda on our team focuses specifically on DBE firms. 
so make sure you reach out to her, brenda.rodriguez at bear.org. And I know I typed her contact information in here earlier. Renee, I know you're off for a while. Do you have anything you want to add while we're looking for more questions? Uh, I am, uh, I've been going back and forth because today is commission's court. Uh, and we're talking about the COVID and uh, application of how we'll be spending funds. So we hope that the court uh, will continue to provide the funding and their, um, uh, how we go forward. Uh, staff is recommending at least 20% of our monies that uh, we'll be receiving for the CARES Act will be spent on small business programs. Uh, so if you haven't uh, been following what's happening at the city and the county um, for your relief, if you have applied uh, as the business owners for the PPEs or the uh, SBA loans, and you uh, have been unsuccessful, please reach out to us so we can know that too. Or if you've uh, submitted any application over at Lift Fund, uh, we are um, stepping up some new programs to figure out some alternative funding sources uh, to help you with your business as well. The city and the county will be uh, procuring PPEs, gloves, hats, uh, gloves, masks, and thermometers to be able to deliver to small business as well to help you as you, uh, to you reopen uh, if you know anyone. And we'd like to hear from you if you need assistance, uh, because we know some of them are very hard to obtain. Um, as far as certification, as we all say, um, certification is secondary, bid and vendor registration is primary, uh, because we want you to get business and get work. Uh, identify that agency or that private sector organization that you'll be seeking to do business with, uh, and then we can help facilitate which certification will be best to you to get into that door. Uh, Charles Johnson at the certification agency provides many of them. There's the hub certification, the private sector, and then the LGBT chamber also does certification in the private sector, as well as the women's business enterprise. On our website, we have a certification and capacity building link uh, with a video uh, from uh, Commissioner Rodriguez that talks about the certification process. It's a little bit overwhelming with this alphabet soup, uh, but we're here to assist you. Uh, so with that, um, I think we're, uh, we're ready to wrap up. So we appreciate everyone and we look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow uh, because we're about getting you work and getting you uh, to make sure you maintain your business. James? So at this time, let me just point out, we've been having webinars all week. Um, Monday, we actually had both the SBA's uh, San Antonio District Director, Anthony Ruiz, as well as the uh, SBDC uh, Director, I believe her title is, Terry Williams cover the payment protection plan, the ED, uh, EIDL, uh, what funding's out there, how they can both assist you. Uh, if you missed that webinar or if you have follow-up questions or want to see that again, we do have that live on our YouTube channel. We do have it posted to our website as well. I recommend you go give that a look. Uh, I saw that uh, Sarah, I believe, uh, submitted a, a comment in our chat saying that she was able to take advantage of the EIDL program or the PPP program. Um, with that said, uh, again, we're having these webinars all week. Uh, we're reaching out to a lot of our resource partners, asking them to team with us to put these on and bring as much information as we can to our local community. That's the whole point of this. Uh, if you have any, uh, any topics you want us to cover, any resource agencies you want us to partner with, please contact me, james.massey at bear.org. Uh, I'm listed in the chat somewhere a few times. Uh, reach out to us and let us know what it is that you want us to cover and we'll consider having a future webinar for it. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be having a webinar with Bear County Purchasing. 
Uh, Renee talked about certification being secondary, uh, registering as a vendor and having good solid bids and proposals being primary. Uh, we're gonna have the new purchasing agent for Bear County, Patricia Torres and her team represented by Aaron Andrade on that call talking about how to go about finding contract opportunities specifically with Bear County, how to register as a supplier with Bear County. And then I'm gonna have another piece uh, talking about CDMS, which is our internal compliance and outreach tool. It happens to be the same system that Charles Johnson used and show you some screenshots of to support their online application process. Uh, I'm gonna show you how to utilize that to go find additional contract opportunities and make yourself visible uh, for more agencies who might be seeking um, Swimbies, specifically Swimbies, but it's for everybody. Uh, whether you're certified or not, whether you're eligible to be certified or not, I uh, recommend you tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. to see Patricia Torres, our new Bear County Purchasing Agent, and her team talk about what contract opportunities are out there and how to find them from Bear County Purchasing. And then uh, my piece on internal training, um, I'm sorry, on using our internal website, uh, our contract diversity management system. So with that, uh, we're going to leave the chat open for a little bit. If you have any questions or concerns that were not addressed during this call, feel free to put them in there. Uh, again, we will be following up with everything that's been placed in there. Uh, if you have any topic ideas that you want us to cover in the future, if you want us to reach out to anybody in particular uh, and see about putting on a webinar, we're open to ideas and suggestions. Uh, we're here to serve you guys. So please, uh, you can email me directly or you can place them in the chat. Renee Watson is rwatson at bear.org. I'm james.massey at bear.org. Please let us know what you're thinking. Um, one other thing, somebody uh, said earlier that they'll see us on social media, they'll see us on Facebook never uh, plug our social media enough we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on youtube we're on all kinds of stuff that Stephen prado and our team manages for us find there uh every bit alert that we every bit event that we have come available uh we post it on social media so if you want real-time access to see what we have going out if you follow us on any of our social media accounts we're blasting out what's out there for you guys as many opportunities as we can find highly recommend that you follow us specifically for that reason but also so you stay in touch and see what resources that we can bring to you and what programs we have coming your way, what partners we have putting on webinars. Um, Bruce, I see you, Bruce. Twitter at Hub UTSA. Follow him too. So with that, uh, line's going to go quiet, but the chat's going to stay open. Any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to address them in the chat, and we will be providing a transcript to Mr. Johnson and following up with everybody who has a question. Uh, please. Post your comments. Thanks for being with us. Hope you join us tomorrow. Rishi, I saw the last question that you posted. I see you asking for help and advice. Uh, I also saw that you emailed me directly. I'm going to follow up as soon as we're off this webinar here, sir. Uh, Lenora or Leonora, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. So we've recorded our webinars and we're posting them on YouTube as well as on our uh, direct Swimby page, bear.org forward slash SMWBE, or you can go on YouTube and just type in bear SMWBE. Um, if you would please put your email in the chat, we can send you direct links for all the webinars that we've had this week. Last call, I'm going to be shutting this down in about 60 seconds. Uh, I see thanks coming in to us saying appreciate us putting on this webinar. appreciate everybody attending. We're doing this for you. It's, it's nice to actually see the community coming in and taking part in these webinars. There'd be no point in doing these if you guys weren't on it and taking advantage of these resources. So thanks to everybody who's on here. Appreciate you guys being with us.